that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? Explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yes, yeah, so fuck off. He's very angry. He's such, uh, a, such a mad god. He is. Dude, that scroll at the beginning is dope man. Everything like. about this movie is dope to me. <laughs> Everything about this is very epic. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. This is a good place as any. We don't have the preamble. We're already we're eager to right. talk about it. So this is this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. I'm Levi. That's Jordan. We're talking about the Dopalope uh, movie, so we're <laughs> we're uh, a little over halfway through a horror tober month. Yeah, we're yeah we're, we're in deep. deep. We're recording we're this. Halfway. Yeah, we're recording this on the 18th, so we're over halfway now, buddy. Um, and so today we are talking about the stop motion masterpiece that came out last year, uh, Mad God. I would say it's yeah, it's like. It has some like pixelation in it. It has you know some live action moments, some yeah. puppet moments. It's got a little like, everything. It's mixed. Stop. It's mixed media for yeah, sure. Yeah, mixed media for sure. And I I want to say just right off the top, uh, that I still don't quite know exactly what's going <laughs> on in this movie. I, I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a synopsis that'll this that'll is gonna be this is gonna be a hard one. I some think of the because narrative. I'm gonna preface this by saying I think this episode is gonna probably sound a little more pretentious than most <laughs> no. episodes because this this film is so much into like interpretation plus like just gushing about like the process of the filmmaking you know we're not gonna spend a lot of time talking about like the plot <laughs> or anything like that, that or no, the characters I, I, like I this is definitely about the overall themes yeah, like sure. the arcing themes that are involved in sure. it you know, well, and this, I, can, I can tell you, I, I read a lot of, I read and listened to a lot of interviews. I, I checked out a little bit too, just because I was fascinated. But uh, um, before we get too crazy into it, for those who have yes. not seen it yet, uh, Jordan apparently wrote a synopsis, which I'm very interested to hear. I think I did. Because I, I don't, I feel like I could either spend forever trying to describe this movie or I could describe it in like one sentence. So I don't know. <laughs> right. And I think, I think the, the description on Letterboxd is, is pretty accurate. I know, pretty nice. And it, uh, you know, we'll be, you can compare them, please. Yeah. And I just wanted to say something real quick. This, this stop animation and or like, you know, Casa, Casa de Lobos uh, or the Wolf House. Yeah. I don't know which one is harder to talk about. They're both, and harder in the sense that like, they're both really abstract. Um, I feel like, and the, I, think that I feel like this is yeah. harder to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Like well, we will talk this, this about the Wolf House in our history. in our special Horrortober episode. We will get into the Wolf House a little bit more. Um, uh, it's hard to say because they're. I quite just wanted different. to say they're they're both beautiful movies. So, anyhow, there's, there's more to grasp onto surprisingly it, narratively with the, the Wolf House. The Wolf House, right? But right. even then, it's, it's just, these are yeah. both such as my wife would say artsy fartsy abstract <laughs> movies, and you have to kind of like yeah, Mary. your film as like oh, this is a. Uh, introspective piece of media that I need to, yeah. uh, I need to sit and stew and try and see how it reflects on me and understand the meaning or if there even is a meaning, you know, like, 
Yeah, what is the meaning? Why why did but he is poop there... on his why did he poop on his breasts? Uh, everyone <laughs> there's so much is... poop in this movie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh but poop is life, dude. So anyhow. It's the cycle, um, friend. Let's get yeah, let's get yeah, we, we all we all get eaten and pooped out. Um I'll give you the snapshot real just, quick. We're all just star poop. <laughs> if you have <laughs> Yeah, nice dude, nice. Uh okay. If you have not seen Mad God yet, let me give him a synopsis here. <clears throat> Opening their eyes for the first time to the world around them, the assassin descends from the clouds in a steel pod, delicately suspended from a wire. The assassin is immediately presented with danger as he is surrounded by turrets and enemy fire from all directions. His vessel, touching the ground unscathed, the assassin reveals a cryptic map, showing the way to his final mission. As he, traverse, has, he traverses the decrepit and war-torn landscape, he observes strange creatures, all twisted in active electric wire. The, uh, the deeper the assassin travels, the more, the, e- the more of the ecosystem is revealed, showing Roman, roaming deformed creatures going about their tasks of moving filth and building monuments. As we travel further, the map crumbles to ashes, with little time remaining and a creature looming in the piles of wreckage. The assassin reaches what he believes is his destination, setting a bomb detonator. Uh, the detonator fails, and the assassin is captured. After capture, we see the assassin is on an operating table going through a torturous procedure. During the procedure, the assassin's mind is invaded, revealing the secrets of his people. As this continues, the doctor begins to dig through his chest cavity, producing a baby creature. This creature is given to a witch and an alchemist who turn the baby into a sacrifice, casting the child into the void of space and giving new life to a new world. That's it. Easy peasy, dude. What's, what easy, is there not to understand? Easy peasy. What's there, what's and there even not to then, understand? And it's like, you're not, you're not grasping, but at the same time, it's like... Uh, it's 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 hard to say even this movie's just so vague and it's like <laughs> I know if anyone doesn't know there's there's not like a shred of dialogue in this at all like no. it's basically a silent film but I implore you like that you need the audio because yeah. the audio is so effective just and just like in it, silent films like yeah. silent films like they you know they typically they weren't like actually silent cast. yeah they had no they had music they had orchestras and, or or right. even just and, a piano player with them but and and literally that would like orchestrate what's happening like on screen like you'd have to have and with this you don't necessarily need to have like knowledge of what music is being played but no. it definitely like it definitely well, impacts the, the musical the feeling this movie's pretty light sure. on the score but like right. the musical cues when they're there they hit hard like they're yeah. really good when they hit like yeah. even with the opening, uh, so the opening it was immediately rock solid, and as I'm dude, sure you I'm glad, knew, I'm I would be. You, I'm glad we finally got to see this too, because it's like it's like I saw I watched this like when it when it first came out on yeah uh, Shutter last Shred, year or whatever. Shredder and yeah. uh, it dude it like or this I was, year it was this, I think no, I think 2021. No, I think it was released in 2021, but I don't think it came to Shutter until came, earlier this year. Oh, you you might be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I anyway. Think you're right. Um, I mean, as and as you'll find out later, everybody out in the podcast world, uh, you probably know a little. If you've known this movie at all, you probably know it's sorted past, and it's a like thirty year endeavor. Like yeah, he started. It's in part the of the 80s. selling point. It's like Phil Tippett's passion project, right. and he's like a Hollywood right. special effects insider, and has been through on like right. many of your favorite and, films all through the eighties and nineties. And blah, blah, yeah, blah. exactly. And he's like, he's like been at the helm of like a lot of your special effects that you've seen 
in some of like your favorite films. And he was, so he was I, the dinosaur supervisor, dude. <laughs> well, okay, Jurassic and we're gonna okay. Let's get to that later because I want to I want to hear your first impressions because this yeah. is your first time seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that but keep that keep the Jurassic Park thing in the back of your mind because I have a question for you later and some musings. But tell me your uh, your first impressions. Musings, yes. Uh, now, literally, I, I, love, I, love, I, love, I love this movie a lot. I uh, I was unfortunate because I did have to watch it somewhat interrupted. I started watching it. I watched it in like five segments, honestly. And, uh, that, and honestly, that actually, and it that's how works. it was revealed. Yeah, that's how it, um, I would it, wait. Was a, it was essentially, it was released like that. Yeah, I would wait to uh, uh, yeah. for a scene as just like, you know. Had my kids, and then I stopped to make dinner, and then I watched like another bit, and then I, and then I, that night, I, then I finished it last night or whatever, but or the other night, but uh, from that opening scene, I knew I was hundred percent on board because it's got the, you know, the tower with the blood red sky behind it, and the, the clouds like coming down, storm, the storm, dude, that well, storm is just, it's, oh. it's so good, and it's just the cr- intense operatic mute, like it's just like an opera music. And then the scroll of like just like this hateful god being like I'm gonna just <laughs> yeah. rip all your humanity down for all your hubris and your arrogance and your cities will be ash and it's a uh, it delivers on that because it's like there's very yeah your synopsis was I don't want to say generous because that is what happens <laughs> but it's like it's like there's so little like plot and intention it, like it basically. The synopsis is my interpretation yeah. of this movie because as as every human being exists, there's that interpretation of this movie. But I feel like it really can mean something. That, but. It can mean a lot to, you know, a lot of different people. And I, you know, I I like what I took. I took yeah. I took a hopeful meaning from it. Um, in some from like from you know things being destroyed. Interesting. And how we rebuild on top. But I, I felt this was very very cynical to me, but. Yeah. Uh, but I, I but like yeah you know it's like in a way that it's just like it is what it is so just do, do what you're gonna do kind of thing. But uh, on oh, dude, this was a this was a visual feast, and I'm like I want to go back and rewatch it already, well, dude. Just, if this could if this couldn't have been a theatrical release, this yeah. is like the movie. There's, you know, there's a lot of movies out there that it's like I wish I saw in theaters. This is a movie I just wish was even released in theaters, so yeah. I could have had the chance. Yeah, because there's dude, the amount of epic. detail. Yeah, the amount of detail is insane, and like can't even, dude. Uh, the the quality of the stop motion and like all the all the puppets and the sets are just like bonkers, and it's like the mixed media where it's got like the compositions of live action and like like all these different things. Is uh, I want to watch it again because I uh, was admittedly. Wasn't necessarily distracted, but during the first segment when the assassin goes down and he's like keeps going down deeper into the depths and all the things he's running into, didn't have the focus that I had for like the second half of the movie, which was just me alone watching it. Um, when did you so and I was much more divided. like glued to the screen, I like couldn't look away. And I was like, oh my god, it, it is divided basically between two assassins essentially. So there's the, do you remember, you know, obviously the first assassin. Right, he and then he, down, he, he sets his bomb and he gets attacked by the monster and, and the bomb and doesn't love, go off. Oh, I love that too, how the bomb is like, it's like, you get that like, dude, oh, I can't even talk about like how Captain Hooky I was in this whole movie, dude. Like I was, the clocks were like making me anxious, man. Yeah. Like every time, because he like sets the bomb and it's like, tick, 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 and it's like, tick, tick, tick. <laughs> just I know, sitting like, there like broken right I literally at, at my screen oh my was like oh no like yeah i don't even know exactly his mission and everything but i'm like no there but yeah. the but the fact that like it's like he's so close it's like obviously he's there just kind of i don't know i don't know man it's good though 
Well, I don't think I don't think there was I don't think there's one specific because Victoria kept asking that she's like she's like what was his mission? What was? Nah, it? I think it's like, more I like like they're clearly I don't think there is any broad scope. It's like yeah, you can it's just one another act of war essentially, but you can almost right. say it's the war of like because it's like the guys that send him down have like the so-called like they're like he's the live action and he's all the doctor and the priest and he, all that and he's well and he's considered he's considered the last man on the last man yeah so he's like and making so these things and cool sending them like, down it's almost like right, he's right. waging his war on like evil and hell essentially because it is like yeah very much gave me the like nine layers of hell kind of mm, vibe going down totally. to the depths 100 percent because it's like well, and, then, and it's it's cool because it's hell it's like, on earth it's 100 percent normal hell on earth like well, <laughs> it it to me is it's it's like familiar things like human things like going through and there's like dinosaur bones and you're going through and it's like and then and then you start seeing like start seeing like decrepit like figures and then you're like you're getting deeper into these recesses where it's like you're so far underground that now like there is no proportions nothing nothing makes sense anymore and you you are like you're out you're out of like any kind of human realm at all he lands it at crossroads and so you're like okay so that's like it's like he's not even underground. He's literally just like of like cities yeah. built on top of cities built on top, like on ruins, on ruins, on ruins, just like to so deep it may as well be underground. And it just it just keeps going. <laughs> it just keeps right. going down. And so it's that, like, yeah, I felt this like ever, never ending sense of just like this crushing, like anxiety and dread of just like this never ending hellhole. Because you'd only just see glimpses of it, too. Like you have all the like worker like lint workers that are just like being made and then basically just well, dude, they're, killed they're and scraped like, and turned to shit well i didn't say they're they're like they're reanimated like like defecant and mixed with like mixed yeah. through the like intestines of this like b- organic they're literally robot. they're like, like literally just I, plopped out of a mold well i love but i love if you it's like i love how this is this is basically he basically just takes the camera and he just starts he just starts going down and as he's going down it's sh- it's showing each layer and each layer something goes into the next layer below it mm-hmm. and it, like it works it works so perfectly where it's so hard to catch it's like this is my second time seeing it and i'm noticing little details in the background of like somebody doing something and later that same creature it's like they're they're in control of something else it's very, I don't know, it's very um, systematic to their world. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody, there's, like, the hierarchy in between everybody else where it's, like, a disgusting creature rules, like, the autonomous people. But then those autonomous people are, like, created from what looks like humans that are just, like, human batteries that just, like, produce electricity and then just shit. Yeah. And then that shit goes down into that, like, that organic, you know, ape's mouth. Baby, <laughs> monster, through, like, slug, yeah, ape. Right? Yeah, right. Like, that goes down into its like stomach and then that is like processed and then it's pumped into the molds with like the green ooze. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so cool. It's so like, it's so 1950s sci-fi mixed with the twisted mind of somebody who's gone through like a nuclear war, you know? And like, Oh, it's, literally. it's beautiful dude. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Cause it's like, this is definitely one of those movies that it's just like, it's just meant to be like experienced. Like you can, um, right? Like at at, the, at its core, like yeah, there is things to be said about like oh, 
humanity and they're like, you know, squabbling over nonsense and they're mon- literally monuments of shit. Um, yeah. And like the way it treats like these like like uh, expendable lower class to like build these up and blah, blah, blah. Like there's all these kinds of like themes and stuff, but it's like at the end of the day, it is something to just kind of like be experienced, especially since it was made over the course of like ramblings over years. And it's like, obviously there is like somewhat religious allegories because I mean, the movie is called mad God and it opens with like, um, I mean, I'm sure if if I was fluent in the Bible, which we've talked about this before, I I would might make more connections, but it's just like, there's that tower, the tower of Babel at the the beginning. What the flip is the, the scroll that goes by with all those beautiful words. It's like, it's. I think that's like a passage from the Bible. I'm not 100 yeah, percent sure. It says Leviticus it's, on it. It says Leviticus, but I don't right? know if it's. I don't know if it's 100 percent in the Bible. I'm not. Or, <laughs> I yeah. don't know for sure. I, right. Either way, it's like uh, you know, it's effective to like you know, Mad God. It's like this place has been just not just forgotten by God, but actively made like this is a, an angry God. You know, in a world where it's like, you know, God and devil are the same. And it's this is an angry Old Testament God that is that is just punishing the people and the creatures to live here. Uh, but it's just something you you walk through through the eyes of the main characters to experience the uh, the world and the environment. And because uh, it's all vibes for sure. Like it's all the whole thing is yeah. just just super vibes. I've heard people compare it to like video games like Limbo and like. Little, That's, little, dude, nightmare, limbo, little limbo. nightmares and stuff where it's like there's not right. like a big story or anything necessarily and there's not like a bunch of dialogue and you just kind of like go through these worlds and have like this uneasiness and there's like lore and like world building going on around uh, but it's definitely more of like a visual um, feast for sure In the, yeah I mean I think that and I think I think because of the nature of its filming, where it was literally shot over 30 years, but it's less it's less like it's less like a solid 30 years of production. Yeah, he started it 30 years. He 30 did, years he ago. Did like, he did like three minutes in like 87. He shot like three minutes of this. Like the the assassin stays pretty much the same since the 80s, like almost identical. He shoots the main character, quote unquote. Do you know then what and, he shot back then, and then versus what he shot now? Do you know what bits? Yeah. So I don't. I don't. Like, and I, I was trying to guess. No. Yeah. So it. I. I'm sad that I didn't have time to look it up. So I will look it up and post it on the Reddit. Um, but from the interview that I read and some of the interviews I watched, uh, it was it was pretty recent. Like as of like. 2000 oh i had it up it's like 2014 i think it was like 2014 16 18 and then and then he like finished it in like 18 19 yeah i'm sure all the editing you know, and everything and had, probably yeah, and had took all the a fucking stuff. while yeah <laughs> post but like there's other stuff like building so he would get like um in the mid mid 2010s to build that huge all those like all those army men that were all like decrepit on top of each other the like mountains of bodies and shit yeah the mountains of bodies it's like it took them like three years just to like just to get that built and then they so a lot of it was like he was doing a lot of other stuff at the time and it was like 
Right. You just you come already, in yeah. and shoot it at his studio that he owns and then just have like interns right. work on it. I, I was reading. And then yeah, eventually he did the, the Kickstarter to like finish it and like kind of really put a little bit more cash into know, getting it and finalized. I'm, so. I'm mad because I'm looking at the stupid Kickstarter right now and I'm like, I can't tell when it was established. I don't know how to tell when they freaking... So 2014, 2016, somewhere in there sounds oh, sounds right. Oh, they I mean, have December. Know. Yeah, they have December. Oh, it's, that was it's December 2013 is when the Kickstarter oh, went cool. up, and then they still make updates to it as of 2022, as of June 15th, 2022. Nice, but because uh, it finally came yeah. out almost 10 years later. Right, yeah. right. So people people who who pledged her, you know, <laughs> finally. probably finally getting their yeah. stuff. Yeah. But anyways, um, uh, wouldn't that be cool if they got like some of the puppets and stuff? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. No, yeah. have you have you watched? Have you seen any of his studio? Yeah, it, I watched. I watched is, like a five minute long, like kind of yeah. interview with him that I, I thought no, was like it's got like the most views on YouTube it, of like when you search Mad God, pretty much. <laughs> it is insane. I'm so he, jealous. It, it looks has, so like, cool. It's it's basically it's like it's like. You know, it, Geppetto's nightmare. It, dude, <laughs> it's, just it's like the Mythbuster studio, but just for fucking but, stop motion. But and just <laughs> for stop, yeah. Because he'll have, like, he has stuff. I'm, I, like, I know for a fact. So, in an interview, he uh, he was talking about how he's, like, he finally purged this out of his body. Like, he's, he's had it since the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's been musing in his head, and he's been working like, on it. And you it's just feel his, that his, in this, though. It's his just day like, job. He said yeah. he's, like, it's got to get, it's, it's, like, I just go with where it feels like it needs to. You know, again, and that's one of the pretentious sounding things. It's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't create the art. The art moved through me. You know, right. and it just and like it, it really, can. He, but it's like you do feel that with this because it doesn't yeah. have this like, you know, well, what humans like to do with their clear storytelling and like their three act structures and stuff. Like it is very and that's, like no, but that's what he said. It's a beautiful. He said like he said it is it is the most traditional hero's journey. Where that's a hero, not, a hero go, but but that's what's so funny is like <laughs> in a weird way. Basically, what you do is you make you take the most generic basic story and you just completely augment it to where like people are like shocked, and then they kind of like lose the fact that it like literally is just like the hero goes to a crossroads. Steam he just walks, opens. He walks to the road. Get out of here. He, you know <laughs> he go he goes into a house. He goes through the back door. He goes on another road. He goes to a wall. It's like all these things, you know, he finds he finds passage through the wall. And that's it. And it's like, it is so simple. It's such a clear line. And like, but it just, you, but you create all these peripheral, you know, societies and just like the monotony of it, dude. That was the thing I like. That's what I really drew from this is like, it feels like the world moves on no matter what. <laughs> no matter well, yeah. how, no matter how like. Disturbingly dis- so, like he opens a yeah. door just as he's trying to like make his way through, you know, this destroyed fucking region reeking with like toxic sludge and stuff. Early on, he like opens the door and there's like that monkey creature being like experimented on, and that Dude. creepy. Do- and then and he's just sa- like the salamander. Um, okay, uh-huh. never mind. It just like yeah, closes he just the door. closes it. Dude, dude, dude. Let's that go a salamander is the is the cutest. I loved, I loved that when he goes, he opens it, he like goes to it. And the salamander just kind of like looks <laughs> over at him. Uh, yeah, it's, it's super. God. Well, dude, I know it's fun. It's like towards the at the beginning when he when he like steps on those gnomes and stuff, and then he like gets his like uh, yeah, yeah, binocular the, things out. I remember uh, seeing that and be like, um, okay, so <laughs> what kind of movie yeah. is this? <laughs> no, no, dude. The first like because at the beginning I was like, okay, this is 
I'm expecting like there's going to be a structured narrative because it it totally opens up like that, like totally gives you well, like okay, here's bad guys, here's good guys, here we here we he's go. Dropping down, he's go it's got this... like a fucking Terminator vibe yeah. on the surface. It's like all uh-huh. these like odd, like just just gross. It, well, and it's like battle yeah. blasted surface, he's, and he's, he's like the the assassins in like like war fatigues. It looks you know yeah. clearly looks like he's it's like some world World War One like gas mask looking yeah. type shit. Yeah. Right, right. You have that aesthetic. Which going. These, but the then, design of him, the design of everything is awesome. Yeah. In this, but I love his design yeah. a lot, though. Me too. Yeah, and I think it's like I think Phil Tippett got just got that nailed down in back in the day, and was like, all right, I know exactly what my guy's gonna look like. So that's cool. But dude, right when those gnomes get squished at the beginning, I was like, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, and then, well like, that's what's wild like, too. In yeah. is this? There's like no sense. The sense of scale is so disproportionate in this. Oh, I love it because like he's walking along. He's stepping on entire creatures without even really realizing it. But then, like, he's walking later, and there's, like, huge creatures that are the size of skyscrapers. You yeah. know, like, the the basically all the dudes in the electric chair are, like, massive sizes of buildings. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I'm, like... It's very disorienting, that, but, like, like in a, in a right. really interesting and cool way. Yeah. I would... Yeah, I, wa- I wanted... I, like, I tried to make sense of it, you know. Like, the second... Because the first time I watched it, I straight up just, like... I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just here for it, yeah. no matter what happens. Yeah, I'm just watching it. Like, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, and it, and you pick it up pretty fast too. Very like like, okay. quickly though. Yeah, very quickly. I was no. like, I'm not gonna sit here and try and dissect this though. No, because uh, no. I did have it on with, with Emmeline, and she was watching, it and she thought she was actually into it because of stop motion. Yeah, know? yeah, and. Uh, but then Mary's Funny like, monkey. yeah, she's like, this movie is moving like really slow, and I said, yeah, I think it's gonna be like that, and I and I'm like. I don't think there's going to be any dialogue or anything either. I can kind of just tell no. already, and yeah. there's not. <laughs> you know, so it's right. uh, it's definitely a very specific type of movie because after too much craziness, I was like, I, I can't, can't, I can't pay attention to this. And you people, let me turn this off and finish uh-huh. it later. Um, no, definitely. I was, I was quiet like the whole time we watched this again. I was like with Victoria, and like I just like it's one of those where even with like the Wolf House, I like didn't you know want. I was just was kind of like enraptured in what was happening yeah and even though i've seen this before i still was like you know trying to catch the little details and maybe Same. even try to put more of like more of a narrative to it and they're really just like it doesn't need to be that's that's so great about this it like it's literally just i almost i almost feel like it's like an hour and a half music video i, I was literally it kind of gives, yeah it gives me that vibe mm-hmm. like the brothers quiet stuff like stuff that like you know i think it's i'm pretty sure it's nine inch nails and stuff they do like just those just the weird kind yeah. of random they, no it is no... it is more like that and it almost makes me yeah. wish that the music was a little bit more prevalent because yeah me too because it is I, the, it is this watch, good yeah. there's a couple moments where it just like really hits hard like at the beginning and then like um and there's god there's, my a, favorite there's a track part. that's been stuck in my head and i'm like i love there's like that it's kind of like a music box-esque yeah the descent down had some good up. music but yeah, yeah if they just had like like hired an orchestra and just did like well, they hired one guy, I think, anyway, did all the music, but just, like, went hard on, on the music all the way through. Um, but it's, like, I, I don't know. It's a double-edged sword because it's, like, part of me feels like that would have fit it really well, but also it's, like, I feel like I would have missed out on, like, the really great sound design of this movie otherwise. That, dude. Because yeah, there, there are a lot of big... scenes where it's just, like, you're just, like, listening to all the dripping and, like, the screaming. And, like, what like I thought was really really uncomfortable was like all these inhuman creatures had like sounds that were really recognizable 
to things in our world like a lot like they were like the the giant's gross mouth that was talking to all the automation shit people was just a baby babbling the like the baby was, babbling dude but it, it was, was a grown man so disgusting good. mouth but, but he was like yeah matching the, the babbles. sinking yeah yeah the sinking of that of that like i he must have just listened to it and been like <laughs> yeah and guaranteed it, like, so it was so and creepy all the like all the animals that it's just like you're looking at an animal and you're like this is yeah. definitely the sound of like a pig or like a bull or a horse or something but it's like this thing i'm looking at is like such this grotesque creature that there's like still this disconnect because what you're seeing is not matching what you're hearing which i think is a better choice than creating something entirely new and entirely alien because oh, yeah. almost it almost adds a sense of like this perverted like mutation of something that's familiar to something that's like so unfamiliar because you're like what are you i mean and it sounds like you're making and you're making ape noises but you look right. like a fucking crazy like, inside out insect monster like i don't even know what you are dude yeah no yeah it's like a bull that walks on like two like bipedal and like it's like body is up and it has like breasts f- hanging like udders oh, and yeah, then dude, that it shits on them. There's dude. so many monsters though that oh, are just so unique and cool. Like, yeah, like some of them are really like yeah, really grotesque and gross. Like with the big old floppy titties monster, and then like well, and I think I think what he did is like this is clearly like I mean, there's the amount of mushroom cloud, you know, uh, like footage and like the amount of just like fallout and just nuclear waste that we have involved in this movie where it like it is just showing kind of the adaption of like what creatures would come into and like i don't know where we would become if there was like utter utter war and it's just like whatever creatures these are the creatures in between the cracks that like nah, it's li- yeah it's literally and just it's- a world of, like literally i was like hellscape hell on earth like right. those are the things going through my head it's just like a thing a world ruled completely by suffering uh, you know, it's like, there is no, and that's why I was, I'm surprised that you said it was kind of whole, like in a way I could see it being kind of no, hopeful with how co- cosmic things turn out. Right. Uh, and, and if you, the second assassin, yeah. the second assassin, he makes it to, he makes it to the end of the destination, but then we just leave him. I love that dude. The last like 30 minutes, the assassin like makes it to the maze and he just starts going down into the, into the pit. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like it's the quarry done. or whatever. Dude, yeah, that, that whole no idea, scene like, though, that felt like an '80s music. Like that should have been like a really epic, yeah. brutal video, because like the whole like, it's like the World War vibe of just like just this blasted right. landscape, and there's like a tornado and well, dust. And it even starts with like the the old witches like stitching up of, from human skin. Well, they made the, the new the new map. <laughs> they made the new map. I just, dude, I love <laughs> I loved that imagery. It's like um, it's so cool, man. This you, is this is like. This truly is unique. It, it's cool because it like it well, it represents a lot of different things, but it's so yeah. unique. You know what it weirdly reminded me of, and I'm about, I'm about to spoil the shit out of the Dark Tower series for anyone right now, and I'm talking like the very end of the Dark Tower series. <laughs> but at the very end of the Dark Tower series, the whole thing starts over basically because it's like all cosmic and shit. So Idris Elba comes it, over, and yeah, high fives oh, you. Don't don't remind me. Oh my god. But uh, the whole thing starts over, but there's one slight difference. And so it ends where it's like, oh, the whole thing's this big cycle. There's no more Jamba Juice. Yeah. And then so there's just this slight difference where you have this feeling of like, oh, maybe things will be different this time uh, because Uh, it's this slight improvement, you know. It's like maybe this will make the difference, uh, all the difference to like change things for the better. And that's why I felt like with the map where I was like, 
how many times have they done this and then lost a well, guy? Dude, because there's it, like they show there's like the, thousands of them uh, that yeah. they lower down. Yeah. Um, well, and you saw you saw there's like hundreds of cases that made it to that spot. Yeah. And so they're I like they're I like scattered like, around too. Like there's like right, right. well, I feel like because because oh my god, dude, there's so much to this. The details. So the first <laughs> assassin, his map, it looks it looks like a skeletal structure. So I'm, I'm yeah, almost like, of, are yeah. they inside of like a creature, you know, almost? Who knows? To, so to there's extent. no sense of scale. Right, right. There's no sense of scale. And so it's just kind and of like, and there's, like there's, is no, there's no sense of the scale. The folly of man. Right, right. And that's what's cool. It kind of looked like a skeletal structure yeah. on the map and the map's like falling apart. And, uh, and, and like, as he, st- as he goes down, it's like, he, he makes it to a completely different like rendezvous point or whatever. He's like, mm. he, the first assassin. And it's like, he he there's other briefcases there and stuff too so it's like it's failed like you said like thousands of times well, and it doesn't and even like, really matter they, if it succeeds because it succeeds i feel like it, yeah but right. it's such a small victory that it's just like that's just that's a drop in the bucket like yeah well that bomb went off and destroyed that area yeah. but it's so vast and never-ending right. that a it doesn't matter because it's a one explosion in an area that you would need millions of explosions but also yeah because it's just like it never ends. It's this never-ending cycle of uh, you know life and death and suffering and pain and and then pleasure and then pain, more pain. You know. <laughs> but see, and I guess the reason I feel like it's hopeful is because like to them, this is this is living. It never they never show, at least from like from this viewing and what I could what I could like surmise, they never show like a like a bygone era or any, they never show anyone right. longing for like what, that, what used to be. Well, that's the big and difference. So I feel it's, like like, it's like, this has been going on so long, but that's why I'm like, there almost it is, is no, like there is, this is their history. And so right. they're trying to change it for the better. And when that alchemist like creates, you know, they essentially cast the, cast that, um, oh, that's the, it's a, it's a, do you know, that's a, that's a monolith from 2001. Oh, hundred percent. Like Tippett, Tippett was like, he said that he's like, he's like, oh yeah, they're the monoliths. Yeah. You watch 2001 Space Odyssey just and that's falling he, out of the void and everything. Yeah. Right. And yeah, when he creates them, it's like, those are, those, those are part of like a, like quote unquote big bang. And it's like, yeah, I just, I love that. Cause I was like, dude, the monolith in 2001 is so nice. epic. Oh my God. I was at, well, <laughs> I'll, we'll, we'll skip forward slightly because may as well, but, uh, that whole segment was by far my favorite part. Like, yes, the uh, yeah. the taking of the baby by death, that, that, like, or witch. It's, the plague she's doctor. Just a witch, is she? She's, yeah, like a. Pl- I literally yeah, she's called I, a witch in the. Credits, I literally was like, uh, from not even the credits, I was like, yeah. okay, so like this baby is like represents like the human essence, or like literally maybe this is his. This is the soul. Of like, right. so, you know, or I'm, or I'm thinking this is the true humanity and yeah. like the outside, like, is like literally vessel innocence yeah, yeah, yeah. and possibly, so, yeah. you know, and I feel like they give it to, I, I felt like this creature very represented death. I mean, it had all the flowing black and like sure. the, the big uh, plague doctor mask and everything. Yeah. And so it's like, they take the crying <laughs> abomination. Out of <laughs> I know. Well, and I love how it, I love how it does. It morphs when it comes out. It's more, it's more like. And I think that's just like probably placenta, or probably just like in a you know a comparison to like new birth. And then as as death takes it down, or whatever the witch takes it down, it does change. It gets it gets like 
it looks kind of more ape-like and it's like has more of a spinal cord and stuff you get to see the creature form a little bit oh, more. yeah it's, it's cool. like 75 percent spinal cord by the end <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah. a weird spine yeah. slug uh <laughs> yeah. and then they just crush distill and then turn to like a, just a beautiful powder and they, and they well, just like, like they, yeah because they make it into like a monolith if you will yeah and like so it's just it's so cool well, it's it just like, like turns that, into that like an ingot so cool. and then like crushes the yeah. ingot and then the death or whoever the witch like like there's like this weird cosmic like elderich god vibe and like throws <laughs> yeah. it into the void and creates like a whole new universe uh which is pretty bonkers but the whole walk from like when they gets the baby with the epic music and like the slow motion like tendrils off the thing and that that as it descends beautiful too. So that's good. like the most that's like the most beautiful animation like this yeah. animation isn't really you're not meant to like marvel in the animations like I don't know. Or, yeah, I mean, well, like, a lot of it's really you, smooth and everything. So, but right, right, of course, of course, of course, it's technically it's beautiful. But I don't think you're supposed to like. I think you're supposed to be uneasy. It's supposed yeah. to be. It's supposed to be dark, and there's like well, you know hard that, resets. That scene definitely doing. feels like the most quote unquote like angelic, right? Because it's right, got exactly. the music, and then like, and that's what definitely made me think death too. Like it felt like it was going through like the gates of hell because it's got the giant bull statues. As he know, walks yeah, through, oh, that's sick. Yeah, uh, yeah which yeah. which I love so much. And then he, when he brings it down, and then the whole cosmic shit. Like I was just that was the, oh that whole sequence, which was like a ten minute long sequence. I was just like, yeah, buddy. Uh, that's and I, and I feel like that's I feel like that's a lot of this movie. Clearly, was a lot of like a sequence where he's like, oh, this is this is cool, and how he like he stitched it together because like you know yeah. years and years apart, and he really didn't like he didn't come at it with a script or anything. It's like yeah. he would literally storyboard a scene. And well, it shows because it's do it's, it and it yeah. It's not about that, you know what I mean? It's not about no, the plot. Or it's not about well, dude, Mister Assassin. What's his real name and who is he really? Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? No, like, because like, they're because they are all nameless. It's like yeah, yeah, like you said. There's just they, they literally are just warring, and they're all like they're they're kind of like kind of like you know. Uh, for Mad Max, it's yeah. like well, and they're kind of like boys, martyrs like, in their own way too, because it's right. like they're almost always on suicide missions, and they go with a like a full determination, and, and so I guess I could see yeah. the hopefulness there because it's bleak because yeah. you know this may have been going on for thousands of years, endless account of yeah. years, and it seems like nothing can change, but uh, it's like the there's a the the type of determination that people they still have this determination of like there's an ambition to go on to fight the powers like because even but with the bomb at the end there's those little girls spray painting the anarchy oh whoops. i love that dude oh that was so cool so there is like because <laughs> it, it shows fight oh, that's back. right yeah. yeah right well and i think it i think that clearly like shows every universe that gets built there's going to be civilizations that are that are built and anarchy and destruction and like there's going to be like a uh you know an oppressing force and like uh, you know a, a liberating force or a yeah. force that is fighting back well it's very much it's just, just like the like, cycle just like right. the cycle of life and death and humanity and earth and like it's one of those movies that's like you're like so what's man got about and it's like it's about everything and it's also about nothing I, yeah like yeah, you right. know it, like, it, no basically yeah yeah it's like this is like a prog it's rock like, it's like album. human history <laughs> and it's like about like life and <laughs> yeah. death and they're like no dude i'm pretty sure it's about like you know, well, religion, and it's like, well, well yeah, I, it's also about religion, at, well, but it's also about yeah. like not religion. <laughs> like, no, right, and 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 it can be like it can be like the, it can be almost the advancements of what war can give you, 
with the destruction that it leaves behind. It's like, it's yeah, it's got it. It's got. It's got pretty much everything. I, yeah. I think it's fantastic. And I think the symbolism between, like, it opens with somebody opening their eyes. That's, like, the first, like, the first, like, sh- like sequence. They have, like, a lot of, like, eyes opening. And then it, like, goes to, like, that, the tower and stuff. And then it ends. The ending is just somebody closing their eyes. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I, like, well, uh, that, like, that's that, where I'm, like, I'm, like, whoa, man, that's deep. Whoa. <laughs> I, yeah, right, and it's almost like uh, there's, like, the whole seg- segment in the middle that, like, kind of, uh, it's almost like the intermission between the two assassin storylines and then the right, right. the alchemist and death and whatever uh, of, like, the the first assassin's body getting autopsied on, essentially. Well, dude, and then his head getting drilled. Dude, is, that, that like, literally so made cool. me wince because he's, like, his, his one just, it's, like, googly eye <laughs> bulging, bulging out, but it's, like, uh, it's, like, would be funny if it wasn't like so grotesque. It's but he's right, like right, exactly, he's like yeah. well, what he, he's like watching and it's like like and it looks it's definitely just like one of those drywall like drill bits oh, that yeah. you just put holes 100%. in drywalls, but you're just like oh lord they just like yeah I don't know and then they like start pulling all the the books and the gold jewelry out of his body and everything. right I mean yeah and the symbolism behind that is so cool like the just the 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 like history that gets pulled out of his chest, like yeah. everything, all the, like, there's nothing, there's nothing like nothing familiar. That's what I think is beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's like the second his chest gets open, there's no bones. It's just, yeah. it's just mush. And mush. then, and then like, they just go through like history through his chest. But dude, that, um, I, we're not really quite there yet, but I'm just going to, I'm going to throw out like one of my favorite parts is that sequence. When he gets his like brain drilled or no, it's, he's waiting. I think it's, before he's like waiting for it to happen and the clock is like bling bling oh yeah bling and then it's like bling yeah yeah i did <laughs> bling <laughs> the countdown made me so anxious that whole he's sequence. just like his eye and he's just it's just like he is paranoid and the clock is like it's like how the clock is counting seconds. It's like it's so unnatural, and then it just slows down well, so. It just much. shows that, like, even in this <laughs> world where it's like everything is endless, it's like time has lost time. all meaning. Yeah. Uh, to the point where it's just like you can't even measure it anymore, and if you did, it wouldn't matter. Uh, but like that. But I, still, we're still ruled by it in a sense. No, I mean, yeah, it's driving we, we him still, crazy. I love. Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like he's still yeah. are kind of a slave to attempting to measure it. It's just like this. Right. Uh, weirdly human thing that even inhuman creatures in this do. Uh, but uh, that shot is arguably one of the most disturbing shots in the whole thing for me is when it's rising up the high rise to go into his in his room and all the whole building is like there's no wall. So you could yeah. see in all the rooms of all the other bodies <laughs> that have been like uh, worked on and autopsied and experimented yeah. on. And right. they're all just like horrifically mutilated corpses. And then it just yeah. comes in on him, and you're like, "Well, that's not gonna end well, man." Like, it's not <laughs> no, no, like... right. Well, and you and you kind of assume that that's other assassins, and that's other. Like, it just it's like the cycle. That is the cycle. That's, uh-huh. It's it's happened, and it's kind of almost like it's like there had to have been a beginning, but it almost just seems like there was no beginning. Like almost like yeah. the world, God, the alchemist could have just created, created this, world. this world of suffering. And, mad, it's uh-huh. the mad God, dude. He right. Just, just created this endless thing and it's like gave them just yeah. enough of a fire up their ass to fight the establishment to like try and take back and destroy your enemy. Because even then it's like you don't really even know who the real bad guy is, who the enemy is. Because it's like 
whoever the last man on earth is is sending his like all that army of like all these uh all these assassins it's like to what end you know what i mean it's like there's not like a clear it's like the most clear antagonist could possibly be like death the witch or death or whatever is just the messenger it's like you can almost say the alchemist i almost saw him as like a satan like figure or like the embodiment of evil because he's down there like toiling when and uh you know, he's got the two giant monkey creatures fighting well, each other while they're piling see, their shit. And then, well, and then he's, but then he has like, I don't know. I see. So yes. I see him as like, he's evil, but he's definitely like the, he's the curiosity of mankind. Yeah. Like things yeah. that we, you know, we know hundred percent. He's, the, the, he's the, all horrific workshop. things that we've done, but it is. Yeah, exactly. It's all like in the name in the of science and like, the name of knowledge. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right. The seeking of yeah. knowledge. Right. And that like through like historically, you know, if, if you want to go to the parallels from like biblical terms, it's like science has been crude and it, like it is, you know, it's definitely. What'd you, what'd you think about, I mean, this time you were ready for it, but I wasn't really ready for it when I saw it, but that a uh, sequence when they get down to the alchemist layer and there's like those super, like it switches gears entirely. Like everything's been really dark and grimy and grotesque and like you know it's had like some colorful moments then there's the, the, the there's acid that, trip poster the high yeah the, the black light poster the like the <laughs> yeah. cute little things he just dumps the maggots I, in and they're like ooh maggots yeah they're, and they're just, dude, they're, yeah well, they're slurping them up baby and i want i'm like their mouths I need are to look perfect into, size are they, for slurping maggots they're disgusting are they real are they real maggots because those things were gross i guarantee you they real they, they were they were, they were they were Riling around, it was the rising. Hundred percent. Phil Tippett's just dumped a thing of maggots <laughs> in there. And just and just started taking pictures. It was it was awful, man. Uh, and and anyways, I was like, uh, I was like, this is weird. This that, is making me uncomfortable. They're fucking hard for these maggots. And yeah. then and then like the latch <laughs> opens, and it's like you just get a glimpse into the dis- creepy spider layer. And as soon as I yeah. saw that, I was like, oh, I hate this. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> this, this makes me so uncomfortable because no. it's just so. Because yeah. uh, even the uh, weirdly not like I hate spiders, but. Yeah. Uh, I felt a little bit better. This thing wasn't a full spider; it only had four legs. But, <laughs> right, but it like kind of crab-like. Yeah, it walked kind of sideways. Even then, it was like covered in like all those cute bioluminescent like yeah. uh, octopus spots. But it comes up and just, and it doesn't even kill the thing. <laughs> it just captures it and drags yeah. it screaming back to its dark lair. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Well, that that was horrible. Yeah, right. and then it just like, ended, that, and I'm like, this this was the moment for sure. Like everything felt tangentially connected, but that one felt okay. like like uh, Phil Tippett's like was like, yeah, that's part of it, and he's like, yeah, I filmed that thing. Let's put it in Mad God. It fits the themes. Really, <laughs> no, right, and I wouldn't I wouldn't even be surprised if he didn't film that and one of like the students that he had because he he got like what he would do is like he would just have you know like students and friends and just people kind of come to the studio who've never done any work. And he just kind of, they're like, they would get like brainstorm and they would just have an idea and they'd throw it together. It's so weird to like stop animation and just animation in general. Um, everybody out there in the world, you might have some knowledge or grasp of, about how, how the process of it and how you create an animation, but it's like, there is no spontaneity. Like you don't, when, when sometimes, you know, like movies are filmed and a car will drive through, somebody falls. There's like, there's improv. You can you can get that on film and you capture it. And it's a beautiful moment. You can't do that in, in stop animation or any kind of animation. Like everything is like 100% deliberate. Has to but be. This, but this movie has so many things that happen 
that I'm like, God, that attention to detail of like, somebody just had to been like, oh, let's just do this and it'll create some realism. Like having like, it would have stuff like, like you said, the dripping is really important. When the, when the guys were like shoveling the shit and stuff, it would like fall in ways that just seemed so random. And I'm like, God, it's like so cool. It's immersed in this like realism where it, yeah. I, you just, it was like somebody had to like think about every single yeah. every single aspect anything that moved or did you anything, can definitely like, tell like you have to be conscientious of that in all animation especially stop motion but you can definitely tell in this they definitely were it was like aware of the gravity and the physics of things because that's something you'll like really lose track of and i think this movie was allowed itself to be a little bit more crazy because like you said most stop motions are so are all animations but stop motion specifically are so deliberate because it's like you can't just have an idea and be like, yeah, let's just shoot that because it takes, it takes days to shoot, you know, seconds. Um, but it's like the fact that this was basically shot, but at least planned over the course of like decades, essentially kind of like gives it more of a scope where it's just like, okay, yeah, you know, that's a fun idea. Let's, let's add that in. Cause it's on such a longer timeline and then it's like, yeah, it took us six months to film it, but it's the equivalent of that almost. Yeah. But yeah, since right. it's on such a huge timeline that it's just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it does. Everything has such like weight to this though. You know, it's like, wow. they really are the attention, the detail on like, not only just like the models themselves, but the animation, you can tell he's been doing it for a long time. But just because it's oh, like dude. there is just like the heft and like the build well, up and the gr- well, like physics, is... like it's hard to do physics. Like we've done stop motion, dude, and it's hard. Know, right? It's yeah. hard to in the moment think about yeah. you know. So here's the amount of energy you have to put into moving an arm, and then it starts slow, and then it goes fast, and then it slows down again. Uh, right. And it's the gravity kind of like makes it slump. It's like it's really hard to think that when you're moving a piece that like would be a natural movement of like half a second, but it takes you all day to film. Yeah. Um, he definitely can, he definitely can visualize that's that. That's why stop motion is so cool. He has practice. <laughs> Love. Well, dude, okay. So this is this right here, ladies and gentlemen, perfect segue into what I was talking about earlier. Um, Jurassic park. So he was, uh, a consultant and he was, a he was like a, a V V VFX, whatever dude. That's three he V's did, people. V V yeah. VFX. Yeah, baby. But, uh, so he does, he did like visual effects on Jurassic park. Have you Levi, uh, Jameson Robinson seen <laughs> any of the stop animation work that they did for Jurassic park before they went, full cg no i saw his a uh, little bit of phil tippett's dinosaur shorts that he did yes, in the dude. 80s and they are fucking awesome because they are i did amazing. see a thing did see a thing where he was like oh obviously like so many other great animators saw king kong and was like oh yeah yeah that and, was, uh, hey hey hen oh my god jay jay henry hausen or something that's yeah. the guy's name i can't that, think of his name right now but something like that who basically invented stuff in animation, right. did like Jason the Argonauts and stuff. Yeah. What is it? I can't think of his name. But anyways, yeah. Housen. Um, Housen. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Housen, I think. But I don't know. Jay, yeah. Jay Howard, Jay. Housen, Henry. <laughs> I don't I don't Hilf, know. Hilford, but uh, the, He's di- old, man. the dinosaur is like, obviously, because there's the dinosaur moment in uh, King Kong. But like, his dinosaurs right. are sick. And so I was almost like, like the CG well, really holds up in Jurassic Park. But, but. 
dude. But I'm like, I want, I want to stop motion dinosaurs though. And you, you and I, you and I know nothing in the world will ever like compare to stop animation. They're just any. Well, me and you were unapologetic stop motion nerds. We fucking love stop motion animation. Right. Right. I yeah. It like it slaps. It it's a banger. Whatever you want to say. But uh, his his I need to. I'll go post that too, dude. He his Velociraptors. He like did tests for them. And like for, you know, like you said, in the 80s and like 90s, he did the tests for Jurassic Park and they were they looked so good. But they have that like they have just a little bit of like human touch like they God, it's so weird to explain. It's like they look like puppets. They look like they look like animatronics. Even when stop motion is perfect, it's like you can still tell it's stop motion. Yeah, because it's because it's a stylistic choice. But well, right. And it well and stylistic and just. To the nature of it, it's like you you can't you can't create in betweens. It's like everything you create, it's there visually, and so it's like with like CG, you can go and you can create like really fluid moment like movement, and I think I think what they did in Jurassic Park is perfect. It's it's a great blend, but he he is pretty bitter to Jurassic Park, you know, even though he probably got a fat paycheck, but uh, he he states that as the movie that killed stop animation. And I was curious if you agree with that, or what what your like, what your thought is. And I, I I've, I've been thinking I've been thinking about it, like a movie that killed it, because because eventually, we would get to we would get to where we are now. Well, we've and always honestly, said before there always is going to be that movie, like someone had to do right. it eventually. Yeah. Right. Um, but knowing the story about how it was supposed to be all stop animation, and then it was like one of the first big uses they, of like CG and like good looking right. CG. Right. It might be, dude. I mean, it. Look, yeah. I watched Jurassic Park like a couple months ago, and it holds up. Uh, no, when it, for it the really most does, part, it, I think it it I holds up better like, than the sequels, surprisingly. Right. Like it's weird that I, a movie from like what Jurassic Park to what ninety three, ninety five, ninety three, ninety five. I think yeah, something like that. But dude, I think the reason why is because like they did they did so much stop animation work. Like they built it, they built the skeleton up to the CG. Yeah, and so it's like, but dude, that. The stop animation work for this Velociraptor is ingrained in my brain, man. I gotta go find it. It is so fluid and so beautiful, and it just—it looks. It's because it's—it's like it's a real thing, man. Yeah. I know that. I know that. Like stop animation, uh, or like CG, is fine. It does. It does its job well, and we've all we've talked about this. As long as it's like, as long as it can blend in, that's really cool. Yeah. And even if it's used as like. Well, you know, in Jurassic Park, the they creature, they used it. They used it sparingly, and, and, you, they and used, you cut in between. They, they still used animatronics right. quite a bit, so it's right. Like, exactly, that's the whole thing. You, you blend it. Use it. They used it as another tool for telling their story. Well, they used I, it correctly. I'm fine with yeah, that for sure. Right, they used it correctly, and that's that's something we always like talk and about. Like, and like early pioneered it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and it like it holds up because they're you know God. there is such a blend. They don't use it for like hardcore close-ups. You know they. They don't really put like humans immediately with it and stuff like that. They're smart. They actually take like tangible, real things and have the, you know, because you can tell you can tell when like somebody's acting with like a CG creature. You know, they're acting yeah. with the tennis ball, as you know, as we say, and like the joke in Hollywood. It's like when they're just following the tennis ball, you can tell. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that they they did what you're supposed to do in a movie, and they like they took their time and they. They cared about it clearly, and Jurassic Park's an amazing film. I love it, 
but I just nothing will be like just just nothing will be like a real tangible thing that exists. It's so cool. Even if and it's like because yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, honestly. I get. I'm gonna like. I, I'm gonna marry stop animation. I want. Yeah, I love the same. I want to see. So I think the biggest problem, actually, I, I think I got it. So the biggest problem with like stop motion not looking quite real back in the day. I don't think it's the stop motion because it's still you have to treat it like a visual effect because it's not like that thing is moving around life size on set most of the time unless they're using animatronics. It's still filmed separately, edited to be stop motion. And then the problem is the compositing. I don't think they've ever quite nailed the compositing of taking the stop motion frames and perfectly integrating it into a live action footage to be seamless. And I think that's why stop motion always looks a little still stop motion. I'd like to see someone now. Yeah, so like true. the only modern person I can think that does it now off the top of my head is like Wes Anderson. It's Wes Anderson. Yeah. But right. he, his looks, the movement looks really good. And he does it so stylistically that it's so obviously stop motion. I want to see a movie where they use stop motion in it, but they try to cover up the fact that it is stop motion by trying to make it as realistic as possible. But with our modern tools, but no CG. Like, I want to huh. see a creature yeah. in stop motion that looks, like, perfectly well lit and perfectly composited into a live-action frame to see how that would be these days. Because I feel like, because I'm thinking the, the thing, see, now we're just talking about stop motion, but the thing. I know, yeah. John Carpenter's The Thing is what is maybe my favorite horror movie of all time. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. I have, like, three Thing posters on my wall in this right. room. Uh, I think but, thing, thing is a, it's a... It's a beautiful movie. Uh, I remember the first time I saw it, I remember the weakest part being in the very third act, the monster they have going under the floorboards, and then it pops up, all the tentacle monsters, because it's stop motion. And I love that it was stop motion, but it was slightly immersion-breaking for me the first time as a young boy. Now I know I was wrong. But still, (laughs) I would like to see that. You can tell it's like on a green screen or it's, yeah. But even then, it it looks really fucking good. But there's just something our brains are not comprehending yeah. about it. But I don't know if it's the movement or if it's the composition. Like I feel maybe, like yeah, maybe I feel like, they, like a, there maybe there's a limitation to even I, maybe like maybe eventually technology will catch up. But there might be a limitation to putting that putting that into a film seamlessly. You know? Yeah. I, well, yeah. I think I think taking something that's that's smaller, scaling it up. Having then matching the frame rate and the lighting exactly, and then compositing that exactly into a frame, I think that's a real fucking challenge. Well, I think I think what we've gotten to. So I think it'd be fantastic. This is this is like this is my uh, my perfect world. What we would do is just like like where Amelisa. There are times where like it just looks Amelisa so good. Real. They make it. They make it stylistic so that you're not like they're not trying to just like you know, completely like that uncanny valley of making it a human being. You know, they, they give them like the line and they do it, make, Amelisa make is like a fucking almost like it like, looks rotoscoped, it, but well, it can't do, be right. Right. Because right, <laughs> right, exactly. the movements are so natural. I think that, I think that is if, if like say Jurassic Park, 100% flopped or something, say that, say that CG died forever. And we were like, oh, okay, we won't worry about that anymore. We'll just use CG for like fire and water and, you know, building backgrounds, not for like, not for like main characters. It'd be kind of cool to see live action mixed where they, they get so seamless with stop animation that 
huge, huge action feats are all done in stop animation. So the human you imagine, imagine them making like yeah, instead of like the the, the labor intensive yeah. for it's insane, and that's why they yeah. don't. That's why they don't. Do I fucking it, love it. I know. Can you imagine though? Dude. Like, can you imagine a Marvel universe or something where they're just like <laughs> he like awesome. Superman punches a stop motion oh. through a, a guy through a stop motion no, building? No, I can't. No, my body can't take that. That's so good. That would be so cool. <laughs> that's what I want. I want it so. That'd bad. be so. That'd be so cool. Dude, and like not done. Not like not the fact, pokey, the like fact a robot that we, chicken episode. No, like, like actually like done. To look like. To look C to look CG to make it instead of as realistic CG for as possible to make it seem oh like how did they shoot that? Oh, that's miniatures. Yeah. How? It's oh mi- yes, dude. Yes, because there have been times there were times I've seen movies that use miniatures and it like takes you a second to be like, oh, this is like a this is a set. Oh, no, cool. It does, like, especially sci-fi. A lot of sci-fi yeah. is like that where I'm like, oh, that ship is like you can tell like it takes a minute, but you're like, oh, this whole ship is like just a just like well, a foot long and miniatures. Yeah. I think almost always like that's why all the sci-fi movies of like, honestly, in my opinion, the sci-fi movies of like the seventies and eighties, like look better than the sci-fi movies now, because it's just like those, they had to do the attention to the detail at the, in that moment. It wasn't like, Oh, let's render a ship and have it move around unnaturally. It's like I know they exist that's in just, space, just it, yeah. floating around, and it's it like... really because it because it exists. That that's I think that's where I'm going to be forever. Even though I know CG has CG's we're, caught up. We're a I bunch of old tell. fucking grumps, though. But uh, but I do. This is this is me. <laughs> this is millennial corner right now because I'm like sitting there like I'm like because you know what it is. I just watched the cursed, and they yeah. the like CG fire has gotten so good that it doesn't bother me. You use you use CG fire in a movie, it's fine. But when you shoot principal and you have your main character, you have a real fire. Even if it's a little fucking propane tank that's just blasting up like fire out of a tube, you shoot real fire against them, and that's the scene. Yeah. But in Curse, dude, it's a hundred percent CG. It like there's no wind from the fire blowing on them. Do you remember that at the end when yeah. the, when the building's burning down and they're leaving and a board falls? No, their dresses don't move. No, their hair doesn't huh. move. It's like they're like they're like a foot away from a giant flaming beam, and it falls to the ground, and nothing, no interaction from the characters, dude. It was, the f- it was very sad. The fire looked great in that now, movie, though. Dude, I disagree. <laughs> dude, are the torches and everything? Oh, look great. The fire at the end no, was a little no, wonk. Fu- yeah, the fire of the no. house. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we could we can do good houses. We're gonna talk nowadays. All right, we're we're <laughs> okay, gonna we're, talk we're, about we're the cursed now. Okay, so we're gonna so talk Matt about God, the cursed at the end of the month. I just had to. I just had to. CG rule. Or I mean, no, I didn't say that. Scratch it for the record. CG rule. No, put that on no. your tombstone. No, dude, I gotta make. C, I'm gonna make stickers that are CG rules. But uh, so stop animation for life, and then uh, I don't know, man. We okay, we're we're going. What? Do you have any Reddits? Uh, yeah, or probably. <laughs> how much did I'm? I didn't look at the the Kickstarter, so I want to know. How much, it, yeah. how much did this end up costing while I look up a quick Reddit? So, yeah. Money Minute, uh, we um, don't have an exact number. Right. I mean, I don't think over you, 30 I don't years. Think ever. He was paying it with, like, skim and coffee money off the top, probably. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, really, though, this was, yeah, this was the project that he, he used. He pickpocketed like, Spielberg for it. <laughs> you know, real, I mean, really what he did is, like, he just got really good at stop animation to work in the industry. And then he was like, well, that's my day job. That blows, even mm. though he made some of the coolest stuff. But he's like, this is this is it. Anyways, from let's just take it from 2013. And uh, his Kickstarter, it earned $124,000. So. That's where it ended? Yeah. So, dude, it like. So, you know. There's no way this, this movie is like, what? 
half a million uh-huh. max. Right. Probably less. Pro- oh, way less. Yeah. Dude. But I mean, I mean like, as, over the years. As numbers. Yeah. It's probably like. Over the years. Quarter million but tops. 250,000 tops. I think where exactly like yeah let's just say that's like two hundred fifty thousand insane because that is so cheap because it's, it's like over because it's stop animation is like a couple mil at least if not twenty mil I mean look know. at look at Leica dude a fucking a Leica production right. is eighty like million yeah eighty yeah the fucking uh, so, the last Leica movie was like yeah like a hundred million almost like but, Kubo but was I like think, sixty million right, right 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 but there's two parts to that it's overhead. He he owns a studio yeah, that time. Makes, makes him money. Time he did this basically this is a weekend project and it took him years and years. Yeah, and and he got he got pretty much free labor. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was teaching kids to do it, and he doesn't have like a he's not he's not in a studio like like a they have like their their studios well, huge it's like, and they like it more you know, resembles their, a traditional production it. like this movie right. If they were to film this movie now and be like okay. Here's the storyboards. Yeah. We're gonna make I, everything, and we're gonna film everything over the course of <laughs> they like tried, the if next they tried six to shoot months. This in like three years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So like yeah. If you want to look at like true, but most stop animations they take like they'll take like three years to do, you know, average. And so it's like well, sometimes it, it like, even if you give this, they'll take like, like up to a year to shoot, and then like up to a yeah. year to edit, depending on it. But even that, right. but that's this movie. If it was made now under like that type of traditional uh, filmmaking. 30 million easy like <laughs> easy yeah easy so that's kind of why i'm like there isn't really a, when i was looking around i'm like there's not necessarily uh because even the good for him i hope like, he the, i hope he makes a bunch of money off of it well, or at least a well, good chunk the, to be able to do some more stuff i don't know the box office gross was it says three hundred and twenty-two thousand, and i'm like how do you like what what about like i wonder what his deal is with shutter and i wonder like right you know what what his like what he's gonna do like if he's gonna get like you know a DVD distribution. Or right. I mean, it's still pretty new. So yeah. it's like, and it's going to build its cult following, I think over the years and be seen, and it's going to just age like fine wine. Oh dude. percent. Um, so yeah, this is like, this is definitely something I would own a Blu-ray with like a special, like a featurette and like, oh, making one, it, like so well, dude, and it, it would be so sick to have, cause this is the full movie. I want to go back and watch. He released like basically this movie in three parts Yeah, and it was something like 80 minutes or something. And so, which is essentially like, you know how long it was and so it's like kind of interesting to see that i I haven't watched them yet and so i'm interested to see like how it was edited differently and stuff like that yeah right to see how different it is i want to know i'm gonna look up to find the first footage because there was a couple scenes where i'm like this maybe looks like older film stock that's yeah i wonder if this was like the early stuff that was filmed that was incorporated um because it's hard to say well that's what's interesting though it's like some there are scenes in this movie that are probably right next to each other that were filmed thirty years apart, and that's mm-hmm. what's fucking sick. <laughs> like that's it's just right. it's that's just cool so that seamless, it's just like he's what's been seamless about film. He's right? been holding the film lantern. Itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you imagine right. if it's like digital or something? I mean, obviously uh-huh. digital didn't even exist back then. Well, he but like, well he put it. So he did. So it like this is one of those like shot like you know shot on film shot on digital it's a whole mix it's a whole mix so it's like yeah. wild the technology that we have nowadays is oh like yeah well so it's cool. what allowed him to finish it because it caught up because it's like yeah. he could do it at home like on a fucking he can you know go into a premiere and edit this thing whereas and they, if he well, would have done it, it in the they 80s. used it on dragon frame do you remember dragon frame oh, did david, they? david was telling us about that yeah, yeah. dragon frame so they used dragon frame for this yeah so. okay all right so i got one one person on reddit said they 
want to watch it, but they haven't yet. And I was like, go watch okay. it and let us know. But go then, watch it. Let us know. Yeah. And then this other guy, Randall Flag, which there you go. There's a Dark Tower reference right there, buddy. Oh. Uh, one of the most unique, uh, so good username, one of the most unique and visually interesting films I've ever seen. The amount of effort to have made something like this is admirable. Uh, yeah, dude. That's like yeah, an understatement. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well said. 100%. This, this, this movie ruled. I don't know. I really, I really like right. it, and I'll definitely watch it again one day. I just, it, it, I, I, yeah. I want to sit it down and I want to see a midnight screening of it on like a big screen or something. Is my dream. That'd be, Are you that'd be amazing. Kidding me, dude? I want. They even like a. I could see them playing like not, a fathom, at the tower like, or something. I don't like fathom events necessarily, but yeah, it's like I don't know. Fathom events is okay, but sometimes they compress it and make it bad. It'd be so nice to see this like like a you know 4K. I could see them doing it. I'm gonna fucking bother because uh, I guess Patrick he works. For like Salt Lake Film Society, working at like doing the late night movies, I'm gonna bother him and be like, oh, sick. "Hey, you should get in their ear and next year do Mad God for one of the Halloween movies for the October movies, so that we could that's go see so it." Because now they do them all at the Broadway. Oh, they do. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Go oh, because that's or what they you're did, saying, right? They Towers. did this year, I think. Is what Pablo's saying. Anyway, um, is there anything else? What's your actual favorite scene then? I mean that 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 is a big one. The the like. I do like the witch sequence. Um, I don't know. I really love, I really love, see, there's just so many little bits yeah. that like my favorite, my favorite scene is definitely that clock, that yeah, clock. Yeah. Made, that, that scene gives me the most like visceral response. Um, but I just, there's so many details. Like I love that. It's like the, the doctors come and they like strip them down and then everybody applauds. That's really cool. It's like, it's like a theater. Yeah. Like literally you know, a like, theater. You know, like, it, yeah, like, and it's like, who are these people? Like, are they like, are they like investors in this? Well, you like, know, like, what, like the who the shadows yeah. of the real guy, and then the stop motion creatures come up and they undress yeah. him and everything. And and just, like, yeah, and then and I love how they just undress him and applaud, and that's it. Yeah, it's that's just it. so cool. That's that. That's it. I love that, and I love, I love, like you said, sound design is beautiful in this. But when those when they start making the monoliths, and then like the monoliths are like fly, you know, they're like oh, they're like levitate up. Like, yeah, they're like. They're like, and when they're when they hit the Flint guy, like the Luke yeah, guy, it's like, just like it's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. It's really good. That's um, good sound design, man. I don't know, dude. Oh, what's really sick is, I need to go back and like, I need to like freeze frame that scene when he first looks at the binoculars, because you can see yeah. like the creature from like uh, Danger Will Robinson or whatever. Those like, what the fuck is that? Oh know, yeah, what was old that? sci-fi? Yeah, it's like every dude. Oh my god, what is that robot's name? Anyways. Uh, that robot's there, uh, the one, Danger Danger, and then there's, like, there is, like, the, like, oh, my God. Now I'm forgetting all the robots' names, and I'm blanking out, but from RoboCop. It's, like, there is, like, a RoboCop oh, yeah. in there, and there's the there's the thing Philtibet built that, like, oh, my God, what is it called? Damn it. The little robot that's, like, you know, 1160 or something, whatever. You're, lo- the, you're losing your fucking I'm losing mind. it, dude. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The robot that the robot at the beginning of RoboCop that blasts the guy and yeah. you know, kills the guy. He's like, well, it's one he, of those Because he did that on RoboCop. Uh, right, right, right. It's like one of those is there. stop motion there. God, the so the other thing, um, my other favorite scene I had to say, I want an entire movie of just those war sequences when the second assassin's got the Humvee and he's going through like that area right before he goes down into the giant hole or whatever. It's like, I want a whole movie that's just that vibe because it's yeah. so cool. Just like and this post-apocalyptic, yeah. like oh. dust-filled, poison-aired, like I don't know. I want like a Fallout movie that to be shot like that or something like you know. It's Ed Two Hundred Nine. Ah, yeah. The the 
uh, a Fallout adaptation with Phil Tippett's would be <laughs> so sick. That's dude. That's the movie. That's the movie I want, man. Yeah, yeah can you imagine? That would be sick dream. to have him like. Oh my god. Anyway, we're yeah, running way too long, and we didn't even have a voicemail this time. I know. Yeah. <coughs> so. <clears throat> oh, oh, actually, uh, Travis, if you do listen to this episode, thank you. Uh, you know, um, you're amazing. Uh, yes. But the movies, the movies that we're gonna do. For our next week's next episode, week, you want to tell them? Yeah, we're doing. We're actually doing three movies in one uh, episode. It's our unofficial trilogy of uh, the Invisible Man trilogy that we're doing. We'll be doing the original 1930s Invisible Man. We're going to be doing Paul Verhoeven's Hollow Man, and then uh, Leigh Whannell's 2020 Invisible Man. So that is what we're watching all three of those movies this weekend. We'll be back next week to talk about, we're just going to talk about all of them in one podcast. Right. Uh, to kind just, of that whole, that whole, cause it's the, it's the history of them. It's basically going from the uh, first one to the newest one. So. Yeah. I'm interested to see the break, and, breakdown and of the story told differently. Travis, cause they're all pretty different. Right. 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 Travis, uh, feel free. Please, please call in. Even if you only watch one of them, just call in about that movie or, you know, call in. Yeah. But no pressure yeah, either. Your thoughts. Um, right. Right. Either way. But we love to hear from you. Yeah. It's that's nice. nice. Um, so anyway, nice everyone, thanks for listening. If you haven't seen this movie and you have any, any yeah. interest whatsoever, please go watch it. Uh, it deserves your support and it's really good. And then it's, a, it's amazing. Yeah. And you can, you can watch it if you join our, uh, Patreon and you can have the, the Plex channel and then you can go watch it on there. We have it, the, or got it on the Plex, Shutter. got it on um, Shutter. Uh, thank you everyone who, is been contributing on the reddit i've been loving to see that a lot of you guys actually are watching a lot of these horror movies with us it's been a lot of fun um so i pre- appreciate everyone on that so check that out be sure to go see what else we're watching and see if you're watching any of these movies with this get in there comment let's talk about them horror movies yeah man horror movies i'm living them and and let us know your thoughts about all the horror movies you've been watching this month uh, you can give us a call at 801-613-1501. Very nice. We appreciate it. All right. All right. Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. Good night.